welcome, welcome. I am Dean Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I know, I know. Listen, it's been a while since I've been on here, but here's the thing. I've been traveling. I was away. My husband and I went home to Jamaica, and then we spent a fabulous almost a month in Africa. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. So that's what we did for the month of January. It was an amazing trip for a lot of reasons. Number one, we've always wanted to go to Africa, always. It's always been on our places to go list. I am from Jamaica, and I would read, and I'm. I, this is an apology to all the people who ever wrote this, I would read of people who... Um, went to Africa and they would talk about the experience from the perspective of, you know, oh, it was just so great seeing all these black people everywhere and, and black people in, as business owners and black people in government and just more black people everywhere. It was so great. And I would read these and go, okay, all right, that's wonderful. But I grew up with that. Every Our, our politicians, our government, our store owners, our gas station owners, our Everybody, our business, it's, it's a black country, right? Jamaica, Little Island, the Caribbean. But going to Africa was not about seeing the black people for me. It, it wasn't, it wasn't. Here's what I mean by that. There is something about being in the motherland. There is something about having your Ten Commandments, your ten toes, your feet, your both your feet, just touch down on the motherland. It was a very spiritual experience for us. It was a very moving experience for us. People have asked me, uh, wasn't it humbling? No, for me, I would describe it more as a reminder of what's important in life. You see, I don't consider myself to be an arrogant person. I did not until I took that trip. And I still don't consider myself to be a bougie person. I still don't consider myself to be a bougie person. Although my sisters and my family tell me, yes, you are. But there were some pieces of it that truly took me by surprise. Um, we stayed in a wonderful um, hotel that had certain amenities that you would expect in a hotel. So it was great. However, when we went out into the village areas, into the local indigenous communities, that was more, I was not prepared for that. So the hotel in that area, they had no hot water. Well, am I surprised I didn't have hot water when I went to Haiti either. However, I digress. Um, so that kind of took me by surprise, a lot by surprise, until I discovered that if you just run the water, then it will get warm. And also, if you take your bath, like, you know, take a shower during the day, because there are no bathtubs. The toilet, the basin, and the shower are all one. Picture the image. It's exactly what I said. Yes. The other thing was that when they mentioned outhouse, I thought outhouse was um, kind of like, there's a toilet and it's outside, you know, in something like a porta potty. So my husband was actually the one who was like, actually, no, it's a little more rustic than that. And so that was also surprising for me as well. Um, 
having to squat over this hole in the ground. I will say it was a some uh, you know a concrete or a cement type hole, um, and it did have for some of those more fancy places like if you went out to a restaurant in the village, then it was in an enclosed area that had a door and a roof, but in the other areas it was no door, no covering, no roof, just a hole. So it was a learning experience for me. And as I've shared this with some other people, they said, oh yeah, girl, that's how it was in Egypt. And that's how it was in Ghana. And that's how it was in, and I was like, oh, so it's just me and my naive self that didn't know that it was this way. However, make no mistake, that did not in any way, shape, or form distract or take away from the experience of just interacting with the people, their warmth, their generosity, their absolute graciousness in embracing us. They have their local dialect and then their um, language for the part of Africa that we were in is French. Well, I've come back with two um, uh, commitments. I'm going to learn French and I'm going to learn to ride a motorbike because they rode these motorbikes everywhere. That's what they were riding. I was also touched by, again, how simple things were there. Reminded of how very much we have, even though, you know, here in the U.S. we compare, and in other countries as well, we compare ourselves and go, okay, no, I'm not rich. Look at blah, blah, blah. They've got way more. They've got, you know, a car, uh, a, a house with four garages. I only have two or I only have one. And you've got two bedrooms or three bedrooms. In other words, we look at it from... A, a collection of the material things that we have and we say wow you know I don't have as much as this person therefore I'm not as rich here's what this trip reminded me of we're wealthy we're absolutely wealthy because those individuals those people are people there in the motherland they and I'm again I'm talking about out there in these villages with nothing fancy we're, we're, we're talking about the hotel having electricity but not all the homes the businesses some of them have electricity but not all of them indoor plumbing was not common um, so again we're talking about people who they're cooking outside in these wonderful um, clay or, or copper pots and it's over a fire that they make every single day they want chicken it's like oh hold up wait a minute and boom boom they go they catch that chicken twist the neck cut it put it in the hot water this is my first time seeing all of this my husband of course is way more versed in this um because he his family's from south carolina so his parents his grandparents had a wonderful amazing life with they were they were farmers so they would farm the land and they would cook fresh and so I'm not accustomed to go kill brother chicken and, you know, cluck cluck in this morning, in the morning, cock-a-doodle-doo, and then in the evening, you're on my table as dinner. Fortunately, neither my husband and I eat, nor I eat meat because I do believe that if we ate meat, that would have somehow shifted things for us a little bit, if you understand what I'm saying. Because it's one thing to see brother goat running across the streets. Another thing to see brother goat laid out, stretched out, skinned out, 
cut up, chopped up, seasoned, and then presented on your plate. It's like, whoa, Billy Goat, girl, didn't know you could roll like that. That was one aspect of it, <laughs> an eye-opening aspect of it. But again, the people were just so gracious, so wonderful. Even the children, they're greeting you, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. It was wonderful. It reminded me, too, that there are some people who have been blessed to know who they do celebrate the simple. And for them, the simple and celebrating their life um, is kind of standard fare for them. I have this friend, it was actually someone who I worked with years ago, and he would always, and I think to this day he still does, he celebrates his birthday in a huge way. His birthday's in the month of May, and he does it for the entire month. And when I tell you it would, <laughs> I would chuckle to myself when I would see him do this. But you know what? It's taken years, and I just have such a greater appreciation for you. You know who you are, so if you're listening, I just want you to know I've always admired your ability to do that. And going to Africa and coming back for some reason, you were so forefront in my mind with just the way in which you celebrate these moments. And you don't give a rat's ass what anybody else thinks about it. You do it, you go all out, you're simply unapologetic, and you're not <clears throat> you're not arrogant, <clears throat> you're not boasting. <clears throat> You're not flashy, but you are very colorful in terms of how you make your presence known and in terms of how you interact with life to simply say, here I am. Here I am. And this brings me to reflecting on how we embrace life and how we celebrate the simple and how we look at it. The simple has much going for it. The simple in life is critically important. Just being able to sit and see the stars. I'm not telling any of you anything that you haven't heard. What I'm saying is it's taken me all of these years, even though I've done it, even though I've practiced it, it's truly taken me all of these years to simply understand that there is power, great, great, great power in simply sitting with yourself. I don't know how to meditate. I've said that in some earlier podcasts that I've done. I don't know how to meditate. I, I always have like a whole lot of thoughts going on and one thought leads to another and one thought leads to another. But when you start to focus on what's simple, what's important, can I just take a minute to get an answer? Can I just take a minute to simply listen? And you listen very intently. It is amazing what happens and what comes, what you, what's revealed, what you hear, what you feel, and how your body responds. This has been my experience for this year, 2020. Has it been my experience in other years? Could be. But for some reason, this year, I am more in tuned. It's kind of like vibrating at a higher frequency. My husband and I have been experiencing very interesting um, sensations and, and physical changes. And the only conclusion that we have come to is that we're going through a period where our bodies are calibrating to a different vibrational frequency. 
For those who have experienced this, I would love to hear how you have gone through that, how you have navigated through that, because it is indeed a wonderful experience. During this year, a milestone year for many people in many ways, whether it's a, a birthday or an anniversary or um, a graduation, a milestone, I have been getting, I, I do a lot of workshops and um, trainings. I facilitate groups. And what I have found in the, is that there has been an increase in regards to the conversations around tuning into self and tuning into what's happening with yourself and how we view the world and how we view our surroundings and our interactions with each other. Very recently, we had a um, celebrity, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and all the people who were on their helicopter, who um, had the, uh, they died in the helicopter crash. And while it is very true, very true, that you will see someone and you go, hey, you know, we're gonna do so-and-so next week, or I'll get together with you tomorrow, as they all did, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're not. And unfortunately, it takes these shock moments where there is someone like that, a celebrity, um, who, and, and it's not, I don't even think it's so much because it's a celebrity. It's more because of what we attach to that person in terms of them seeming bigger than life. Their life is bigger than ours and so on some level we may assume that their experiences are bigger than ours and so they're just certain things that quote unquote, hey, it won't happen to them. But at the end of the day, all day long, we're all simply human. And so that's where it's important for us to recognize that we really do have to tune in because there's so many messages that are being delivered to us now. There's so much information that we are receiving from the universe and that we can share with each other. For those of you who are like, what the hell is she talking about? I will simply say this. Think about yourself. Think about what you have started looking at in this year that's important to you. Is it still all about you or are you starting to think about other people? Have you felt as if you're kind of going through a change, but you're not able to put words to it? You're feeling different emotions, but you're not understanding what they are. You are experiencing life in a different kind of way. And you don't know if it's that life is happening to you or that you are just lifing in a different way at a higher level. But I do believe this, again, because of the many interactions that I have on a daily basis with strangers. There is a shift that's taking place. And it's really important for us to tune in to that shift and to acknowledge it. I'm going to say it again. There's a shift that's taking place. And it's really important for us to tune into that shift and acknowledge it. I think that there are more of us who will have what we call strange encounters. We have all of these immigration laws, especially for those of us who live in New York, that are taking place that are impacting our families. And while the rest of the world turns, our families may be in a little bit of turmoil. There's a reason that these shifts are taking place. And it's up to us 
to look at them and to process them, not so much in a negative way, but more in a positive way, meaning, is this something that is occurring so that it will shove me and catapult me to another greater way of being? Is there a change that I need to make? And is this going to be the catalyst for that change? Simple questions, not so simple answers. Because if the answer is yes, then it requires that you make some changes and you start to follow. If the answer is no, then you're like, well, what the hell is going on and why is it happening to me? <laughs> so, simple questions. <laughs> Answers may not be so simple. I would love to hear your reflections, what you think of 2020 thus far in terms of what you're going through, how you're viewing the world, revelations that have come to you. Because I do believe, I do believe that we are all experiencing some kind of shift on a much higher level. And I can only say that this, in this you're not alone, and that in this way we're connected. I would love to hear from you, so please do send me an email, info at dianerica.com. That's info at D-I-A-N-E-R-I-C-A.com. For those who listen on SoundCloud and you post your likes, I thank you so very much. For those of you who are on iTunes who are following, I also thank you so very much. For the followers on SoundCloud, my thanks to you. It is always wonderful sharing life and experiences with you. I look forward to doing more of that for this year. And most of all, I look forward to hearing from you. And I know that I will in due time. Until we talk again, and we will soon, take care.